I'm Anthony Alejandrez. This is the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show. Today on the show, we're recapping the most recent races in the NASCAR K&N Pro Series East and West, including last weekend's K&N West outing at Evergreen Speedway in Washington, and we'll be joined on the show by Evergreen winner Chris Eggleston to talk about his fourth win of the season. Todd Gilliland joined us on the show leading into the New Hampshire race weekend looking for win number two of the K&N East season, and he delivered in a big way. He would start the race off in the third spot, and after an early caution, Gilliland would take over the lead on lap 8, and the race would be in his control from that point forward. After that early caution on lap 5 of the race, they would go green all the way to the finish of the 70-lap race, and Todd Gilliland would win the race in dominant fashion, leading 63 of the race's 70 laps and winning by 7.5 seconds. Following New Hampshire was the k East and West combo race from Iowa Speedway, where BMR was looking for their fourth consecutive Iowa victory, one of the biggest races of the year for Todd Gilliland, due to him racing for the championship in both series. A win at Iowa Speedway would mean extending his k West championship lead and closing the gap in the k East standings. BMR rookie Derek Krause would pick up the pole for the 150-lap race at Iowa, the first pole award of his NASCAR k Pro Series career. Chris Eggleston would join him on the front row to start the race, and Todd Gilliland would start from the fourth position. 34 cars would take the green flag at Iowa Speedway, largest field of the season due to this being the East and West combo race. After leading the field with the green flag, Derek Krause would lead the first two laps before teammate Todd Gilliland would take over the race lead. Only two cautions would fall in the first half of the race, and Todd Gilliland would continue to lead all the way into the halfway break, with pole sitter Derek Krause running in fifth and Chris Eggleston in seventh. Following the return to green flag racing in the second half, Todd Gilliland would continue to lead, and Chris Eggleston would climb his way back into the top five. Todd Gilliland would be challenged in the second half by NASCAR Xfinity Series regular Ben Kennedy. Kennedy would get the lead from Gilliland briefly while going through lap traffic, but Todd would retake the lead just one lap later. A debris caution would bunch up the field again inside 20 laps to go with Todd Gilliland leading. He would get a great restart, but just a few laps later, another caution would fall, setting up a late race restart. With eight laps to go, the race would go green again, and Todd Gilliland would get the jump and extend his lead to just over two seconds and take the victory at Iowa Speedway, leading 147 of 150 laps. Chris Eggleston would charge up to a third-place finish in the closing laps, his best Iowa Speedway finish, and Derek Krause would finish in the 11th spot after winning his first career pole. Following Iowa Speedway would be race number 11 of the K&N East season at Watkins Glen International, first road course race of the K&N East season. Todd Gilliland would qualify fifth for the race, and he would lead a few laps on the race en route to a second-place finish, making it now five consecutive k East races where Todd Gilliland would finish in the top two spots. So following the most recent k East race, Todd Gilliland runs second in the championship points, but he trails by just four points following five straight top two finishes. There are now just three races left on the k East season, the short track at Langley Speedway, the New Jersey Road Course, and the one-mile Dover International Speedway to wrap up the k East season. This brings us to last weekend's NASCAR k Pro Series West outing, 
Evergreen Speedway in Washington. Chris Eggleston would start on the pole for the 150-lap race, third pole of the year for him and the number 99 Napa Filters team. Derek Krause would start in third, and Todd Gilliland would start the race in ninth. Two cautions fell in the first half of the race, but nothing was slowing down Chris Eggleston, who would lead every lap into the halfway break at Evergreen, with Todd Gilliland second and Derek Krause in fifth. Todd Gilliland would lose a right front tire on lap 122, forcing him to pit road for a replacement. The second half of the race would go almost completely caution-free until a yellow flag would fall on lap 148, just a few laps away from the finish. This would force a green-white checker finish in the Napa Auto Parts 150. And Chris Eggleston would get a good restart, and he would complete the shutout in Washington, leading all 154 laps at Evergreen Speedway, getting his fourth win of the 2017 k West season. Derek Krause would finish the race in the 11th spot, and Todd Gilliland would finish the race in 12th following his flat tire on lap 122. Now following race number 10 of the k West season, Todd Gilliland still leads the championship standings with his five wins, but Chris Eggleston runs second in points and has closed that gap down on the championship to two points with four races remaining. Chris is now the only driver to finish top 10 in every race this season, and Derek Krause runs third in points with six top fives and seven top tens on the season. Coming up next, we'll talk to the big winner from the Napa Auto Parts 150 at Evergreen Speedway, driver of the number 99 Napa Filters Toyota, Chris Eggleston. That's coming up next on the BMR Access Show. This segment is brought to you by BMR Napa Auto Care Centers. BMR Napa Auto Care is a quality independent repair business with the best reputation in the community. Consumers consistently select BMR Napa Auto Care because of the trust and confidence they have in Napa quality parts and Napa Auto Care's commitment to excellence and best-in-class service. Taking care of your car is an important part of protecting your investment and protecting your family. 916-676-0010 or online at bmrnapa.com. Two locations, Roseville and Antelope, and both will deliver to you the same great BMR service. That's BMR Napa Auto Care. Championship service for a championship team. This is Eric Holmes, and you're listening to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show. We're back on the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show, and our driver joining us next is coming off a really big win, fourth win of the year, and a dominant one at that. Chris Eggleston, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely, and uh, as always, thanks for having me on the show. Well, Chris, first off, I call this a dominant victory for you, but I feel like in many ways, dominant victory could be a huge understatement about how your race went. You led all 154 laps on your way to victory. How big was this win for you, and can you ever remember a performance this dominant in your racing career? Yeah, that's a really good question and a really good thought. I mean, all weekend, I didn't feel like we had a dominant car, but um, I mean, definitely on the board and on the stopwatch, it was really good and fast. This was basically a brand new car to me. The only time we'd ran it was at Iowa, and we had struggled with it a little bit um, in into the middle of the corner at Iowa. And we, I felt like we struggled with the same characteristics at Evergreen as well. But nevertheless, I mean, Ty Joyner and all the guys over at Bill McAnally Racing, they, they never gave up, and uh, they definitely got our Napa Filters Toyota rolling really good by the end of the weekend. Not that it unloaded off the trailer bad, but like I said, it just had some of those driving characteristics that I wasn't used to. And at the end of the day, um, it made a, may have been an advantage. Um, cause like I said, uh, we were, the thing was really rolling really good. And probably one of our strong suits was, um, being able to roll so aggressively into the corner and letting it wash up and then getting a good diamond straight run off. So, um, being able to lead 154 laps, that, that's really cool. I, I mean, I've certainly never done that in the Cayman series and, 
you know, very few people I, I'm assuming can say that they've done, you know, something like that. Uh, Will Rogers gave us a really good uh, late race charge run for our money on that last restart and was just pretty proud uh, that we could rally on the top side on that last restart and not give that thing away. Well, Chris, you were fastest in practice. You qualified first, you lead all laps and you win the race. How big of a point of pride is that for you and your race team to essentially not relinquish number one from start of the day to the end of the day? It is. It's a, it's a big shot in the arm for sure. And myself as a driver more than others, probably, you know, I thrive on confidence and momentum like that. And so that's, that's really big for me. And also my team as well. Um, They built that car in such a short amount of time. It's just kind of, you know, the icing or, or the cherry on top, if you will, of all their hard work and dedication that went into that thing on such a short, you know, time span to get it together. So just so proud to share it with, with the team and everybody and just so excited for everybody there that was there with Napa Auto Parts. And, uh, you know, Napa's a big supporter of that series and especially up in the Northwest. And, you know, they definitely filled the hospitality area and it was cool to see everybody when we went up there to visit with them. And uh, nevertheless, great to have them up there and share that win with them as well. You really helped your 99 team shot at the k West Championship in a big way with this win. You closed the gap down to two points on your teammate Todd Gilliland. How big of a shot in the arm is this for your whole 99 team to gain so many points and win the race in a dominant fashion? Yeah, really big. You know, anytime you are racing against uh, talent like Todd Gilliland and all the guys, you're just hoping to, like, chip away at their points lead um, after not really a dominating season by them, but a really, really strong season. You know, 18 points. With only one position, you know, one point per position, it, it makes it really hard and difficult to climb back up there. And we definitely needed a run like this weekend to do so. Um, it certainly helped leading the lap, leading the most laps, and then getting those three bonus points for winning the race. Um, and then also keeping uh, Todd from leading the lap as well to keep him from earning some bonus points on top of that. But you know, on the other hand, some misfortunate with them. Um, you know, maybe we're just a little bit behind their normal speed that they're used to and then having a flat tire um you know certainly i guess helped the 99 team out uh we're only two two points out i think we got like four races left we're going into some tracks that both todd and i have both run really well at so um i feel like our 99 team has got the momentum behind us uh, we've learned a lot in the last few races and and hopefully we can just carry that on to the the next few races and use that as momentum and, and motivation to go out and win some more races Canon West, you know, short track heavy series. And for you guys, you know, you go to Iowa Speedway once a year, and that's always thought to be one of the bigger ones a year because you guys get to kind of prove your skills on a bigger track. And although Evergreen Speedway isn't really kind of thought of the same way as Iowa Speedway is, being that it's not a companion race with the Xfinity series, it is one of the bigger tracks that you guys go to and one of the few chances you have to kind of show your speed on these bigger race tracks. How does it feel to get a win at a place like that? It feels really good. Um, to your point, yeah. I mean, it, it, you always want to win at the big tracks. I don't know why. I don't know if there's more hype with them or, um, you know, just with the pure speed and adrenaline at those racetracks, they're so much fun to drive. And being that they're so fun to go to, you just want to do well um, every time you go there as well. So Evergreen is one of those places where it's got a lot of character. It's worn out. Um, it's definitely gotten bumpier over the, the last couple of years. And more importantly, it's, it's like one of the flattest racetracks we go to. And for whatever reason, flat racetracks sit amongst the top of uh, the places that I strive at and do really well at. And, and I'm not sure why. I've, I've never, you know, before I knew that I was good at them, it, it, they weren't places that I loved to go to. 
but it's just places that I it's like that those places that I've had a lot of success at over the years and I guess it's just continuing to show so uh, whatever the case may be I'll, I'll take it um, and I'll just continue to take what I know and learn on those flat tracks and try to apply some of it towards some of the more bank tracks that not necessarily we struggle at but maybe just don't have the degree of success that we do there but and Evergreen Speedway, uh, you know, you've been out there yourself, Anthony. It's it's beautiful country up there. The people are great. Uh, the fans were awesome. And uh, every time we go up there, it's really, really good time. Does Evergreen Speedway victory mark the ninth win of your NASCAR k and Pro Series career with Bill McAnally Racing, now putting you ahead of another BMR great on the team's all-time win list, that being two-time series champ Brendan Gaughan, who won eight races in his career with BMR. And just knowing how successful he was with the team, how cool is it to now get past him on the team's all-time win list? Yeah, no doubt. Like that's, uh, you know, to be up there with those names that you just rattled off. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. Brennan gone. He, uh, he's definitely a legend over at the Bill McAnally racing stable and, and kind of paved the road for a lot of success, uh, with that whole team and organization. And, and Brendan's doing a lot of really cool and good things over there in the Xfinity series and is a great talent, great race car driver. And just hoping one day that I can climb up that ladder to at least get to that step and, and kind of, you know, showcase my talent on a na- national scale like that self. But um, just being a part of this organization uh, over at Bill McAnally Racing is, is so humbling. Um, the people that are over there, the legacy that they have, uh, the amount of championships, and like you said, the drivers that they've had over the years. Um, obviously, Eric Holmes is probably on the top of that list. You know, when most people think of Bill McAnally Racing, or at least for myself in my era, uh, I think of Eric Holmes and, and all the wins he's had and championships and, and everything like that. And so just to kind of carry on that legacy uh, with the 99 team now is really cool and, and really proud to be a part of that. Now coming up next for you guys on the schedule, you got Douglas County Speedway in Roseburg, Oregon. You had some speed there last year and your first start at that track. What are your expectations this time around? Don't wreck my teammate. Um, that is expectation number one. Obviously last year, if anybody remembers, uh, Todd and I had really fast Napa Auto Parts, Napa Filter, Toyotas there, and, and probably had the race covered between the two of us, and we were just so equal and, and barely got together and both spun out. And uh, I'll tell you what, that, there's nothing I would assume more frustrating as a team owner than seeing the top two cars that you own uh, take each other out or get together and go to the back of the pack. So that was definitely a team-building weekend, and I feel like we're a pretty solid team right now, and I don't think we need to go through any more team-building this weekend. So Beyond that, um, Douglas County, from what I remember, is, is really flat as well. Hopefully that kind of plays into our wheelhouse on the 99 team as well. Um, so, man, honestly, the way our momentum is going and how fast Todd has been each and every week, along with all the other K&N West drivers, you know, anything short of a win at this point is going to be disappointing because we know we need those bonus points. We know we need to be a aggressive and the second we take it easy is you know the second that Todd could run away with this championship again so just plan on going in there and not doing anything different than we have been all year just want to be aggressive uh restarts have have been a, a you know an issue of mine a little bit off and on I felt like they're much better at evergreen uh but definitely need to make sure we stay on top of our restarts and late race restarts and just make sure we attack that racetrack each and every lap um yet stay uh uh, you know, make sure we save enough tires at the end because it could be something where you burn your stuff off at the end. And now we've had quite a bit of off weeks here in the K&N West over the last two months. You guys ran a lot of your races earlier in the year. 
And uh, during this time, you've been at your home track, Colorado National Speedway, quite a bit there uh, do, and having quite a bit of success as well in your super late model and uh, Legends car. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about how that's been going during these off weeks for the K&N Pro Series? Yeah, absolutely. Anytime we've got off weeks in, in the K&N schedule, it's always fun to stay at home in Colorado and, and compete with a super late model legend team and, and just kind of get back to the grassroots of racing and race against a lot of guys and kids that I grew up racing with. And uh, this season, for whatever reason, we've we've had a lot of speed uh, in our super late model, which uh, maybe we, we've been struggling with in the last year or two. And so it's really cool. Um, we went four for five wins there for a pretty good little stretch right there. And that was really cool to just share that with all the guys here in Colorado that, you know, we're all volunteer help and, and kind of share that success with them that worked so hard and helped me in the race shop. And so, um, the legend car was the same way. I think we went four, four out of five wins in that one as well. And, um, those things are so fun you get like 32 of those cars out at Colorado national speedway, just bouncing around and, uh, uh, man, they're a lot of fun. And there's, there's a lot of guys out there that are very talented in that division that could probably go out and win national. So, uh, I felt like that division helps make me a better driver you know, the crappy tire that they're on, it, it makes you get up on the wheel and drive those things, which I think apply to anything that you race in the in the future. So um, I love to stay busy, obviously, racing anything we can. Uh, I think seat time is good for any driver, nevertheless. And, um, man, a weekend without racing, it, it's definitely a weird feeling. So uh, we always do everything we can to make sure we find a racetrack to go to. <laughs> In addition to the racing out at your home racetrack in Colorado, I understand you guys are also heading out to Rocky Mountain Raceway pretty soon to race your super late model in a Southwest Tour race. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that race weekend you got coming up? Yeah, so I think the SRL Spears Series along with the Northwest Late Model Series, you know, they kind of teamed up uh, to promote one of those big money races, um, which a lot of those, you know, are up in the far Northwest, which is kind of a little bit of a haul from us for us in Colorado. Salt Lake City being as close to us as it is, um, only six or eight hours. I'm really excited to go up there and test the waters, having the success that we've had in Colorado, see how we stack up against some big names, uh, such as like Derek Thorne and uh, Jeremy Doss and and, uh, Jacob Gomes. And I think I heard a rumor that Jonathan Gomez is going to come out of retirement and run a race up there. You know, Gomez and Thorne and a lot of those guys are ex-K&N drivers, so um, be kind of cool to have a little reunion up there as, as far as k and drivers go, but there's a lot of talent in that series and just really excited to go out there and, uh, do some out of town racing with my family. And like I said, see how we can stack up and compete with our, our small team that we have here in Colorado and see what kind of speed we got and go chase that 10 K. Well, it sounds like a very fun weekend of racing you'll have ahead of you there. And, uh, Chris, thanks again for joining us on the show and congratulations once more on that big win at Evergreen Speedway. This is Bill McAnally, and you're listening to the BMR Access Show. Driver of the number 99 Napa Filters Toyota Camry, Chris Eggleston, just joined us on the show. Big thanks to him. We mentioned during the interview that this was his ninth victory in the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West with Bill McAnally Racing, fourth of the 2017 season, and that win puts him ahead on the wins list of two-time NASCAR K&N Pro Series West champion with BMR, Brendan Gaughan, who won eight races in his K&N West career. Bill McAnally's total number of wins as a NASCAR K&N Pro Series car owner is now at 82. BMR has won nine out of ten NASCAR K&N Pro Series West races this year and has three wins in K&N East this year as well. In the midst of such an incredibly successful season for the team, this seems like a perfect time to go through the list of some of these top BMR all-time race winners. 
The top of the list of the all-time wins leaders with BMR are Eric Holmes and Todd Gilliland. Eric Holmes won 15 races in the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West and two championships with Bill McAnally racing behind the wheel of the number 20 Napa Auto Parts Toyota, and he has three total NASCAR West championships. His first with the team came in the 2008 season opener at Roseville, where he led all 153 laps in the race. His first race as a full-time driver with BMR. Eric Holmes' 15th win came in 2012 at Evergreen Speedway in Washington, where he led a race-high 65 laps and gave team owner Bill McAnally his 50th victory as car owner. Todd Gilliland currently has 15 race wins with Bill McAnally Racing, 12 in K&N West, 4 in K&N East. And yes, that would make his total 16 race wins, but of course his most recent win was at Iowa Speedway in the East-West Combo Race, where he was credited with a win in each series for winning the one race. His first win with the team came in 2015 in the season finale at Phoenix International Raceway, Todd's NASCAR K&N Pro Series West debut. One more victory and he'll be BMR's all-time wins leader. Third on the list is another BMR legend, Austin Cameron. Austin won 13 races during his time with BMR. In his first season with BMR in 2002, he won five out of the season's 10 races, including the first race with the team at the season opener in Phoenix. In 2003, he missed part of the season due to a battle with cancer, and as soon as he was able to get back in that race car, he reminded everybody of the dominance he had that year before, winning two of the season's final five races, and then capturing the ultimate prize in November, a win in the first ever NASCAR Toyota All-Star Showdown, one of the biggest wins in BMR history. In 2004, Austin would return to BMR and pick up five more wins, with his 13th win with the team coming at Irwindale Speedway in the 2004 season finale. That brings us to our most recent winner and today's guest on the show, Chris Eggleston. His first win came in his first start with BMR as well, that in the 2014 K&N West race at his home track, Colorado National Speedway. Then onto a full schedule in 2015, Chris would pick up two more wins and the series championship. In 2016, Chris would get two more wins, including a second win at his home track in Colorado, bringing us to this year where we've seen Chris Eggleston win the season opener at Tucson, Orange Show Speedway of San Bernardino, a third career Colorado victory, and of course, last weekend's race at Evergreen Speedway in Washington, ninth win of his K&N Pro Series career. Then on to Brendan Gaughan. As we mentioned, he won eight races and two championships as a BMR driver, and he won two of those races in his championship season in 2000. And then he went on to win six races on his way to a second championship in 2001. His eighth and final victory with BMR came in the final race of the 2001 season at Irwindale Speedway, where he and the number 16 Napa team in BMR celebrated the championship. Those drivers make up your top five and wins with Bill McAnally Racing. They are Eric Holmes and Todd Gilliland with 15 wins each, Austin Cameron with 13 wins, Chris Eggleston, who now has nine victories, and Brendan Gaughan with eight race wins. That group of five drivers accounts for 61 of Bill McAnally's 82 wins as a car owner and six of BMR's seven K&N West championships. 14 of those wins... They came at Irwindale Speedway, and the drivers mentioned on the previous list are responsible for 11 of those Irwindale Speedway wins. Austin Cameron won Irwindale a total of four times. Brendan Gaughan got the hat trick in 2003, winning three Irwindale races in one season. Todd Gilliland has won the three most recent Irwindale races, and Chris Eggleston picked up the win there in 2015. I also want to give a shout out to former BMR driver Sean Woodside as well since we're talking about team history. He drove for BMR for one full season in 1999 where he won two races, the season opener at Tucson Speedway and in the penultimate race of the season at Mesa Marin Raceway in Bakersfield. And of course, 
He was the first driver to bring home a championship for Bill McAnally Racing, capturing the 1999 NASCAR Winston West Series title. Bill McAnally Racing is now a seven-time championship-winning team in the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West, with high hopes of bringing home an eighth K&N West championship trophy back to the shop in Roseville this year, as well as a possible first NASCAR K&N Pro Series East championship, as they're very much in the running for that one as well, with three races remaining, being just four points out of the lead. That about concludes this BMR history lesson, so if you're looking for your preview of the upcoming Douglas County Speedway race, keep posted on our Bill McAnally Racing Access show pages on TuneIn Radio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and Stitcher, as well as the iTunes podcast app, because we'll have an all-new episode for you to preview the Clint Newell Auto Group 150 presented by Napa Auto Parts in just a few days, featuring another one of your favorite BMR drivers. That wraps up this edition of the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show. Thanks again to our guest on the show, Evergreen Speedway winner Chris Eggleston, for joining us. Thanks for listening, and tune in next time to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show. You've been listening to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show on BMRNapa.com. 